Hey everyone, it's Dustin, and I'm using my editing powers to put a disclaimer here. This episode is about Azure Lane, a game that primarily uses historical warships as inspiration for its aesthetics. Now, Sierra and I came away from the game with an overall positive impression, my own opinion being significantly more positive, which we discussed during the episode proper. However, what neither of us noticed until shortly after we had stopped recording is that some of the characters in the game, the ones based on German World War II ships and U-boats, feature iron crosses on their outfits. I realize that Japanese culture probably has a different relationship with that symbol than America does. I don't know enough about the history it has there, so I'm not going to make any assumptions. Uh, and there may have been a time in the past where I could have still enjoyed the game in spite of those design choices. However, given that homegrown Nazis are a significant threat in America right now, neither Sierra nor I felt comfortable with playing a game that casually includes a symbol often used by hate groups as part of its character designs. So despite enjoying the game quite a bit, I did end up deleting it from my phone shortly after we stopped recording. We also want to include this warning at the start of the podcast in case you happen to feel the same way as we do, so you have the additional context you need to uh, avoid it if you want. Uh, if you are still interested in the game and can look past that design element, I do want to emphasize that this disclaimer is not intended to be me passing moral judgment on people who do like Azure Lane. I do not think enjoying it and playing it automatically makes you a bad person. Instead, this is meant to serve as a content warning and to provide context for why we don't mention Iron Crosses during the review. With that out of the way, I hope you enjoy our discussion. Thank you for calling. Hello, and welcome to Gotcha Journalism, the podcast where we try out gotcha games. You don't have to wait two weeks to find out you hate playing it. I definitely didn't just almost fucking go into my spiel from work. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jesus were you Christ. just about to do your job at me? <laughs> I I sure was. Yeah. Fuck. I just quit too. Like I don't yeah. do that job anymore. That's the ironic thing. Oh, is you fuck, don't have to dude. do that anymore. That shit needs to be burnt out of my brain, and it's still there. That's so annoying. Anyways, this is Gotcha Journalism, a podcast where we talk about games that steal your money for JPEGs. Um, this week we're talking about Azure Lane, a game about titty ships. Yeah, I mean, when we started Gotcha Journalism, we both knew this would eventually happen. Sure did. This... I, I, I knew it would happen. I didn't expect it would happen with you going, hey, I... I think I actually like this game, and me going, oh, fuck. <laughs> Neither did I, but this is, like, this is just where my life has taken me. You know what? I respect it. I, I don't understand it much, like, a lot about this game. I don't understand it, but I respect it. Yeah, so, Azure Lane um, is uh, one of several games that have been released about ships that are also girls, 
It is so far the only one uh, that I'm aware of that has an English release, um, as opposed to Kantai Collection that is like kind of the originator, if I remember correctly, that is still Japan only. Um, mm -hmm. And then like a 3D one I, I've seen like going around uh, Twitter um, occasionally that is uh, also just a uh, Japanese language. Um, so in terms of ship girls, like this is kind of your only English language option. Um, but yeah, Listen, just learn Japanese so you can ogle anime ship ladies. That's true. Like honestly, <laughs> given the fact that like I do not have any idea what the actual story is, other than like, as... oh thank God, it's not just me. Yeah, no, like the this so. <laughs> This game does not tell you anything about what the actual, like, conflict is about. It I was so confused! It just, it just drops you in and, like, Enterprise, who's this aircraft carrier who wears a sick outfit and has an eagle on her Her shoulder. outfit is tight as hell. Her outfit is sick. Enterprise, her design fuck, is fucking rad. I love Enterprise. Um... But, like, she's telling you, hey, you need to blow up these other ship girls. And you're like, okay, I guess you have an eagle, so I assume you know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, I was just sort of like, yeah, sure, I can, I can do that, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they don't tell you anything about what the actual conflict is, why you're fighting, who the sides are. The only, the only lore I know about this world is that the reason why ships are girls now is because of like the lot these logic cubes uh, wait hold, hold up hold up we need to back up for a second i assumed it was just like a metaphor something they just weren't going to touch no you're telling me that these are actual boats that are actually transformed into girls yes like the the wisdom cubes fuck off the wisdom cubes that are the that are the <laughs> currency in the game that you expend to draw <laughs> ship girls from the gotcha are in universe the things that if you if you implant a wisdom cube oh, in a ship will turn it into a ship girl fuck off <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't catch that part of the plot i can't remember when it comes up but i definitely remember it that's something I would make up to make fun of this game. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god, that's next level. I, I think this game might be a work of genius. I mean, yeah, clearly. I, I'm kind of... I'm just... This is fucking, like... Some fate level, you got to fuck to pass mana along level shit. It <laughs> yeah. rules. Yeah. Holy shit. Just, just put this, like, cyber AI cube in this ship, and it becomes a girl. I, I mean, that's, that's basically how I transitioned. That makes sense. <laughs> you, can also, you can also give your ship girl a wedding ring. Yeah, I mean, of, co of course you can. That's what this game is, right? Like, this, this yeah. is a game where you want to marry your, the fucking Lusitania and shit. Like, yeah. Sometimes you just want to uh, uh, marry the ship that, like, is 
part of the justification for world or for a world war. Like, okay. Yeah, uh, currently Algerie is in love with me. Hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's yep. Mm-hmm. Fine. Because okay. this is also a game where before you before you can marry your ship girl, you have to you have to. Uh, <laughs> Using the word grind in this in this context feels a lot different, but you have to grind affection. You know what? <laughs> I'm leaving that one alone. I'm just not going to touch it. That's fine. No, I'm letting that one sit on its own. I'm just going to let it speak for itself. This game's fucking weird, y'all. Uh, uh, I'm like, I'm not kidding when I say I just like I played a decent chunk of this game and just sort of went. I don't understand any part of what's happening here it it has a lot of moving parts uh, uh-huh. like a lot of moving parts so to, to break it down a bit so the most obvious thing is like oh you use wisdom cubes to pull on the gotcha for your ship girls cool that's obvious i got that but each ship girl also has equipment that you can put on them um five slots typically so for example enterprise as an aircraft carrier um uh the 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 specific gear you equip depends on the type of ship so enterprise as an aircraft carrier uh can equip two auxiliary equipment um plus a fighter a dive bomber and a torpedo bomber uh and every other ship is like that where they'll they'll have two auxiliary slots and three slots that are specific to their particular ship type, um, mm-hmm. and generally you want to mix ship types because presumably because each ship type is useful for a specific thing. For example, like um, let's see, uh, for example, USS Portland is uh, oh god, what what type of ship is she she's a heavy cruiser i was gonna say boat type so that sounds more accurate <laughs> fuck you <laughs> so so she is good at like she has heavy weaponry so she's good at like anti-air and um and, oh so she's got a dp and killing enemy ships <laughs> yes uh whereas um for example uh let's see here Oh god, I'm forgetting all the ship types now. Uh but like Z23 um is a Is that oh the next god, Wolverine? Is a <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh I just uh, have nothing else to contribute, so yeah, all so, I have is stupid jokes. So Z23 is a destroyer. Uh, Mm -hmm. so, like, she, she focuses on torpedoes and being able to take out, like, enemy submarines. So destroyers are the only ships that can equip, um, that can equip, like, uh, uh, sonar and depth charges. Um, so, so if you are, if you are on a map where the enemy is using submarines, you need at least one destroyer in each of your fleets, which is another thing, each of your... your fleets are composed of a front line and a back line. And <clears throat> the front line uh, can only include uh, destroyers, uh, 
light cruisers and heavy cruisers, and the back mm-hmm. line can only include battleships and aircraft carriers. Can the back line also include submarines? Uh, so submarines are actually not included in the fleet. Submarines have their own fleet. Oh, right. I forgot. God. That you can then call in during a battle as long as they still have ammunition available. This game is so confusing, dude. Is this what it's like when I talk about Grand Blue to other people? Where I'm just like, no, this makes perfect sense. And they're just sitting there like... Yeah, kinda. What the, f- <laughs> what the fuck is an EMP? Because, like, when you think about it, the, the equipment is just the weapon grid for your ship girls. Sure, yeah, that, sure, uh-huh, that's fine. Uh, but instead of, like, worrying about things like, um, the weapon skills, what you're worrying about is, like, uh, is, like, fire rate and reload and, um, armor penetration and things like that. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, for the most part, at least early on, you don't need to give a shit about any of that, just put as many ship Oh, thank God, because I didn't. Yeah, just put as many ship girls as you can into your fleet. Um, and for, like, the first three chapters, as long as, like, you've got your... You keep your levels up, you don't... You don't have to care about any of that shit. Um, mm-hmm. Chapter four, though, is where things started to get a little harder. And, like, actually started to have to care about, like, okay, I need to worry about, like, my anti-air equipment. I need to upgrade my equipment, I need to make sure I'm keeping up with, like, making right, sure... Right, I, I need to get a better girls. crouching heavy punch so I can punch Guile when he jumps in on me when I throw a Hadouken. Right, no, I get yeah, that. Yeah, exactly, yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, it, it... That said, even it doesn't exactly explain anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely got to, like, the first chapter of Chapter 4, got my shit pushed in and went... Okay, I think I know enough about this game. I'm ready to go. Yeah, like that. Then again, like, Grand Blue doesn't really explain much either. Oh, for sure. Oh, no, so I, like... I am not saying Grand Blue, like, th- this is very much not a, uh, oh, this game is bad for not explaining things. It's a, man, I, I do not understand this game, and the only reason I understand Grand Blue is I had six friends all give me different spreadsheets to read, and I've spent three years playing it. Yeah, and, like, that's kind of what you need with Azure Lane, too. Like once you mm-hmm. start getting even remotely serious about it, is like okay, I need to I need to know like why each of these types of ships are good, what they are used for. I need to pay attention to what's what uh, what passive and active skills they have, because um, mm-hmm. each ship girl has like two to three skills um, depending on mm-hmm. their awakening level, uh, and I need to like pay attention to what equipment I'm equipping on them um that said like one of the things i i really like about azure lane is like that's kind of the only thing you need to worry about um because in terms of like actually getting the equipment and getting the ships and like having a good team that's easy like Mm -hmm. i have like, I have so many wisdom cubes right now to, like, pull ships with. Yeah, what I've noticed is they were very generous with, like, the pulls, um, even if the pool seemed very diluted. Yeah, like, it only it only takes two wisdom cubes um, and fifteen and 1,500 coins, which coins are an easy resource to um, 
uh, to like do uh, like a uh, do a draw and kind of like uh kind of like, uh, uh, like puzzle and dragons you can only do single draws right um and one other other thing about it is that like you have to build the ship so you you spend your resources and then it goes into a build queue and you have to and theoretically, you you then wait for your ship to be built to find out what you actually get. But also, there is these these items called quick finishers, which you think like, oh, these are gonna like be rare things that they're gonna convince you to spend real money on. Like, no, you get tons of them. I have fifty eight of them right now. <clears throat> yeah, the the game like very much wants you to draw constantly, which felt weird. Why? why? Why are you trying to give me so many resources to draw with? It feels like a con. Yeah, in fact, like, there is, there is like, a daily mission that says, that's just build a ship, and you get mm-hmm. a wisdom cube back for doing that. Which, like, that that's cool. It is cool that that is, like, a thing they want us to do. It's just very different from any other gacha game. Yeah, and, like, the, the rates are, are, are really pretty decent as well. Um, I mm-hmm. think, uh, if I remember correctly... Yes, for a super rare, it's seven percent. I was about to say it's. I knew it's like a six percent or so, um, which is, for the record, like better than Grand Blue's rate at the best of times. Yeah, like dur- during Leg Fest and Arm Fest, uh, for Grand Blue, it's six percent. Um, <laughs> Leg Fest and Arm Fest are so fucking funny. I know that that's gonna make no sense to anyone who is not already familiar with Grand Blue, but whatever. <laughs> who cares? It also doesn't matter. That's most that's most things with Grand Blue, let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Um but yeah, like I I've been playing super casually, have not spent anything, and I already have six super rare units. I actually no, I, I have I have eight, actually. I only drew one and it was uh a submarine, which felt a little like a waste. Yeah, I, I I can see how that'd be frustrating. I, I got I got pretty lucky, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. Uh, honestly, like what's interesting about Azure Lane is it feels like the thing that they actually want you to spend money on are like the cosmetic things. They want you to buy pretty dresses for your favorite ship girls. You know what that that makes sense. This is a game where you can marry your titty ship. Um, like yeah, okay, no that that. I guarantee you they make money that way, so yeah, yeah sure. because, like, the thing that you buy the different skins with, and, and, like, each super rare unit generally has several different skins, are, like, the red gems, and those are the actually rare resource um, that mm-hmm. you really don't get enough, that really, really, you really don't get much of. At the beginning, like, it gives you generally enough to buy a skin. Um, mm-hmm. But once, like, after you get, like, a thousand or so, and generally, like, some of the newer skins cost 900 gems. It kind of starts petering out. Uh, so that's the actual rare resource and kind of what they want you to spend money on. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. But <clears throat> other than that, like, in terms of actually playing the game, they don't seem to give a shit about if you spend money on that part. <laughs> uh, in fact, they would like you to have all of the uh, JPEG wives because then there's more JPEG wives you can spend money on. Yeah, yeah, because then you can then you can buy like the swimsuit for Enterprise or whatever. 
Or, or, or in my case, I, I bought the racing bikini for Atago because fuck it, why not? <laughs> yeah, sure, that's fine. Uh, whomst among us does not have a, uh, a, a tool of empire that we would love to see in a bikini? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I know I love to see the fucking aircraft carrier that is stationed in Lake Michigan just dressed up in a, a nice one-piece swimsuit. That is the that is the weird thing about, and that's like really always the weird thing about these these games that use like real-world military equipment, <laughs> uh, like every Ship Girl game as well as. Uh, as as well as well as Girls Frontline, which might be even weirder because that's guns. <laughs> I was about to say, is Girls Frontline the one where the girls are guns? Yeah, yeah. So like, you can draw your favorite girl who's also the physical manifestation of a P ninety. Isn't that that one uh, season of Sword Art Online? Oh, you mean Gun Gale? <laughs> yeah, I watched that one. That one was be- that show was better than it should have been. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you mean the Gun Gale side story, yes. Yes. But they uh-huh. did two arcs of Gun Gale, one of which was bad, and the other of which was actually pretty okay. No, I mean the Gun Gale side story, the one that okay. was gay. Of course I like the okay, one that was yeah, gay. Yeah, the one with, like, the, yeah, the, the, the tiny girl with the yeah, pink uh-huh. armor who wielded a P90, yes. Uh, the one who just was, like, super murder happy, and I was like, you know yeah. what, girl, you all right. Yeah, I, mur- I like you. Yeah, murder gremlin. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, that, that one was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, like th- that's that's sort of the thing with these games is that yeah, they're they're a little awkward. Uh, but at least unlike something like say uh, the uh, the infamous um, God, what was that fucking anime back in the nineties that Escaflone. No, not Escaflone. The one, the run, the one where all the countries of World War Two were like high school students. Oh, Caracano. <laughs> not Car- It's Italia. Italia. It is Italia. Yes. yes, I couldn't remember the name, which is probably my brain trying to protect me. But like, it, at least it's not Italia, where like they are. Like, they're actually trying to do, introduce real history into it to, like, base the stuff on. Like, all they're yeah, really doing Yeah, it's just an excuse is, to have a, a a JPEG. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it, this is just what the aesthetic is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Enterprise, because it's a U.S. ship, like, has an eagle on their shoulder. And, like, has a sick cape. Uh... But, like, other than that, like, they, they do not give a shit about the actual history of these countries... Uh, especially since, like, I'm pretty sure they don't even have equivalents of actual real-world countries. Like, all the, all the factions are just, like, totally, you know, uh, separated from real-life counterparts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. Oh, we should probably talk about what, like, the actual gameplay is like, huh? Yeah, the actual gameplay is a shmup, which is not what I was expecting. Same? I... Okay, so what is your general like level of familiarity with shmups? Because um, I'm I'm actually curious about this. Um, so I've I'm not like an expert shmup player, uh, but I've played quite a few of them. I've played several of the Toho games. I've played Ikaruga. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've played like um, God, I think it was Sin and Punishment, was it? 
like yeah, the really obscure <laughs> games that only came out for like the Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, like uh, I like shmups a lot, and I've 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 played several of them, but I'm also garbage okay. at them. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I've played uh, Ikaruga. Um, I've played a lot of Toho. Um, the only one I've fully cleared is uh, Subterranean Animism, but that game whips ass. God, I um, love Toho game names. Toho game name. Sorry, we need to take a side uh, tangent just so I can read off some fucking Toho game names. Yeah, because I'm glad. I'm glad incredible. you suggested it because I was thinking of doing it, but I didn't want to sidetrack us. I, oh, I don't give a shit. Fuck it, dude. We we already know that like this is ju- this entire podcast is just this exercise in how long I can hold people hostage in my uh, yeah stupid tangents. But like there uh, there are a few things that make me as happy as the names of Toho games. Fucking embodiment of Scarlet Devil, perfect uh, immater- cherry blossom, immaterial and missing power, phantasmagoria of Flower View. M- one of my favorites, just because of how simple and straightforward it is, is shoot the bullet. Yeah, dude, it whips ass! Or fucking uh, uh, unidentified fantastic object. Oh god, yeah, I love that one. <laughs> Toho fucking rules. I fucking love Toho. Oh uh, god. Man, I bought the, like, Castlevania-esque game they made for uh, Toho. Luna Knights? Yeah, Luna Knights. I still haven't played that, and I, I should, because it looks fucking rad. It's um, supposed to be good as hell. I don't... I haven't gotten it because I hate Metroidvanias in general. And every time I'm like, oh, maybe I'll like this Metroidvania. (laughs) And every time I play it, I'm like, oh, right. No, I fucking hate these. I just, every time I feel like they waste my time. I adore them. (laughs) So I I don't know if we've ever talked about uh, Bloodstained. Um, So uh, I I don't know if you've played Bloodstained. I I, I tried uh, playing Bloodstained, but that game... I don't like it much because I have I never have any fucking idea where I'm supposed to be going next. Uh, uh-huh. Welcome to me with all Metroidvanias. I, I feel like Bloodstains is particularly egregious because in the in the Metroidvanias I like, generally like there is a, a better there's better guideposting of the places that are out of your reach for now and the places where you are supposed to go. Like you still have sure. some freedom. But in, in most well-made Metroidvanias, there is a pretty clearly obvious correct direction to be going in. Whereas in Bloodstained, so, once you get past the first area, it's just like, fucking who knows, man. So I liked a lot of like the physical mechanics of playing that game. Um, and I got to an ending screen in that game. But uh, So you know how Symphony of the Night has a true end? Yeah, uh, like you, you gotta, or, or in, you gotta the invert uh, the Aria castle. Of Sorrow. Uh, Aria of Sorrow, specifically, oh, uh, okay. where you have to collect the specific souls. And, like, it's kind of unclear that you need to do that, but, like, there is some indication. What if that, but even more obscure and stupid, and also the way you get one of the souls is by a random drop chance from a very specific area. Uh, And also there's no reason to believe that you would need to do that. Uh, And it sucks and is dumb as hell. I fucking, oh, I wanted to like that game so bad and it did everything possible to make sure I didn't. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anyway... So, um, Azure Lane is a, is a very simplified shmup. Um, yeah. Like, uh, like your, your frontline characters are like, are basically the, the ship that you control that fires the bullets that kill the enemies. Um, 
And your back line acts as like your super moves, as well as a thing that you need pr need to protect. Because if your if your back line, specifically if your flagship in your back line is destroyed, you lose, um, mm -hmm. and you have to retreat from the entire mission. Um, and so you have to contend with like typical things like you know normal bullets, as well as slow moving torpedoes uh, that are that have uh, uh, like line AOE telegraphs. Um, there are these like uh, bomber ships where they will just like move in a straight line towards your back line if you don't and if you don't stop them they'll do a lot of damage to your back line so you need to either destroy them before they get there or just put your front line ships in front so they'll take the hit cuz they'll generally take less damage mm -hmm. um uh, there's also like uh also some <clears throat> some some enemy ship girls will launch uh will launch fighters just like your own backline can. You got to use your AoE to take them down because otherwise they they will also chip your backline's HP. Um so it, it's it's less about unlike a traditional smup which uh is more about like finding is is more about not getting your frontline hit at all, like grazing bullets to uh you know bump your score up. Uh, God, grazing and, is so fucking sick, dude. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. And like, and like dodging, dodging between bullets by like a a the pixel that is your hitbox. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's less about doing that and more about uh, using your front line to do threat management. Yeah, that's kind of what I noticed, and that's like around the time when I realized I was not enjoying the shmup part as much as I was expecting to. Um, part of it is because, like, uh, so the actual movement in the shmup uh, section is super, super slow. It's very slow. Super. Yeah. I was literally about to say it's super slow and floaty, which <laughs> I hate. Because they're boats. <laughs> it's floaty because they're boats. So this is uh, where the podcast is ending. Uh, there will be another <laughs> episode. Uh, goodbye forever. Uh, look, just, just be glad I didn't go with my original joke. <laughs> That I was going to do at the start of this episode? See, now I have to ask and be mad. Well, I was going to say, like, you know, these uh, these ships have titties, and they're Titanic. Boo! Fucking boo! <laughs> boo! Also, is the Titanic in this game? Because if not, that's bullshit. No, the, the, the Titanic's not in this game, because the Titanic Fucking cowards. guns. Like uh, if that, you are that's a ship what you that fucking not... think. <laughs> I've seen that sci-fi original movie. It absolutely had guns. If you are a ship that does not have guns, this game is not interested in you. Fucking cowards. Um. Anyways. Um. Yeah. The 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 shmup section is super floaty and slow, and like. That combination of two things just made it feel like I really like Toho, I really like Ikaruga, and um, floaty and slow are not two things I would ever use to describe those two games. Yeah, because um, like they can't I, be, otherwise the right, gameplay uh, wouldn't work. The the thing it actually felt closest to uh, was playing Ikaruga or not Ikaruga uh, Gradius without any speed ups to me, which again is fucking untenable. <laughs> yeah, like. I'll admit, I was initially, like, really put off by by how it played, but, mm -hmm. like, eventually, like, I realized that 
I wasn't supposed to play it like a traditional shmup. Uh, mm-hmm. And, like, at, at some point, I grew to actually really like how it played. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely felt like just a matter of taste to some degree, where it's like, I, I could see enjoying this kind of gameplay. It's just, for me, my reaction was, but but I could go play a shmup. I like shmups. Why are you <laughs> reminding me shmups exist? I want to go play one now. Like, literally, I played this game for, like, uh, 20 minutes, half an hour sometimes, and would just turn it off and be like... I'm gonna go fucking try a, a run of one or subterranean animism again, and would we'll just play that for another hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, what what's interesting about Azure Lane is that it, it's one of those games that is technically like very well constructed, um, mm-hmm. in in both how it plays and also how its progression works. But like, it's also a very specific type of gameplay where. Like it's it's not gonna hook everyone. <laughs> like it's, it's yeah, for sure. Like if if you aren't if you aren't prepared to meet it at its level, um, and, and like sort of like try and figure out what it is, you know, gonna do, uh, and then like even if you do realize what it's gonna do, it, it may not necessarily appeal to you. But also like I, I do think it is like a legitimately like well constructed game. Yeah, absolutely. Like, my complaints with this game are never, like, oh, I think it is poorly made or anything like that. Or uh, or even, like, I think it is boring, because I don't think it's boring. I think it is definitely interesting and unique. It just is also one of those things where I play it and I'm like, y'all, I'm sorry, you did not catch me with this one. Yeah. I, I apologize. It's like it's like how I didn't get hooked by Terra Battle. I could, I could mm-hmm. understand that this was a very well-designed game. It's just It just mm-hmm. wasn't for me. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so one thing I also want to mention that that wasn't that wasn't something I ex- expected I was gonna like was actually the designs of the ship girls. Um, um I-, I was probably a little less hot on a lot of them than you were, um, just because like they weren't super my cup of tea a lot of times. But the ones that I did like, I thought were like genuinely really good. Yeah, like, there's there's certainly, like, a lot of, you know, stereotypical designs in there, but there are also, like, plenty that have, um, like, actually, you know, uh, really cool designs, or sometimes, like, really funny ones. Um, mm-hmm. When I was actually talking about it with you, I mentioned, uh, I think it was Hermes, who's just straight up mm-hmm. a Yu-Gi-Oh reference. Yeah, Hermes fucking rules. <laughs> I, I unironically love Hermes. Fucking giving a ship a dual disc is the funniest possible thing you could have done. Yeah, and then also in Azure Lane, because the additional joke is is that um, a lot of ships, especially like the the lowest rarity ones, have retrofits, where if you expend resources into them, um, will make them better. Uh, so Her- uh, Hermes' retrofit... Uh, turns her from a s- original series Yu-Gi-Oh reference into a uh, Yu-Gi-Oh GX reference. Yeah, dude, it rules. It's unironically the best shit. Yeah, because she gets a dual motorcycle. <laughs> God, Yu-Gi-Oh so fucking funny, man. I I fucking love Yu-Gi-Oh. Dumb as hell. That shit rules. Yeah. So like the. Because Azure Lane is trying to appeal to a broad range of uh, of people, like there there are certainly going to be depending on who you are, there may be a higher ratio of hits and misses. Um, mm-hmm. But like generally speaking, like 
even if I didn't really care for a design myself, I was like, well, I mean, that's technically like, you know, like, like a nice looking design. I just don't care for it. Um, but like, uh, there's, there's also like a, a lot of designs I like, um, mm-hmm. uh, like Enterprise's design we've mentioned before, but Enterprise's design fucking rules. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I really like Algeri's design, uh, uh, Richa, oh God, I don't know. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Rich Richie Liu, I think, uh, has a really cool, like, almost fantasy Arthurian thing going on, uh, with her design. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, the, the, the only problem, and, and this problem exists with, with basically every game like this, including Grand Blue, is that they're also certainly some designs that are, that uh that sexualize underage <laughs> characters uh, yeah, in uncomfortable uh-huh. fashions mm-hmm. uh so yeah that is also a thing you have to be wary of um but also that is unfortunately a common uh, a problem that is common to these kinds of games uh yeah, yeah i wish it wasn't it sucks ass yeah frankly i just be cool, man. Don't be <laughs> like this. Like if if you're gonna put children in their game, just just make their designs cute or just totally I, neutral it, or something. Here's my thing: nerds are terrible and pretty much always awful. No children in these yeah, games. Yeah, just not allowed anymore. Don't, just don't no, give anyone not, the option. Yeah, that's probably a, every character is explicitly over eighteen, preferably over twenty five. Yeah. No more children in these games. Yes. All. I, I want a want a disclaimer in front of the game that says all 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 characters depicted in this game have completed their bachelor's degree. I, I want every character <laughs> when you draw them to have a secondary image that shows them with their driver's license showing their birthday. <laughs> you draw a new character and they say I can legally consume alcohol. I tried to get a rental car last year. They wouldn't let me. But now I can. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it it sucks. Uh, but yeah, also, like, I, there, there's a lot of games we've covered that also have that sort of thing. Fake Grand Order mm-hmm. is especially bad about it. Um, Dude. Even, uh, even Grand Blue, as much as we both like Grand Blue, has problems sometimes. Yeah, it's with the really frustrating. With skin especially. Fucking Vakala, fucking uh, Ko, like just yeah. stop it, stop yeah. it, Psy Games, knock it off. Yeah, so that 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 is the like biggest thing, biggest criticism I have for the game is why you got to make the ship some of the ships children. Either stop making the ships children or stop being horny, preferably both, but at least one. Yeah. At least one of the two, please. You um, do not get to do both. Yeah. But thankfully, there are plenty of ship designs in the game that are not that. Um, so, it certainly... Hermes doing... still makes me fucking laugh. Yeah. Hermes no, her- fucking rules. God, I love Hermes. <laughs> That's a good design where, like, I like Hermes, like, is borderline, where it looks like... You know, you could maybe argue they're 18, but they're probably not. But at least with Hermes, it doesn't fucking matter, because, like, there is nothing 
There is nothing sexual uh, th- about that. No, it's just she's got a fucking dual disc, which yeah, is so she's funny. Just, she's just a Yu-Gi-Oh ship, and that's that's the entire thing. They're not trying to make you horny for her. She just likes card games. Which, I respect that. Thank you, girl. I appreciate you, and you and me should play a card game at some point. <laughs> Can you imagine... That that's the one thing I, I I'm I'm trying to figure out like because I think the implication is that when the ship becomes a ship girl, it becomes human size. So I don't think like these are giant girls. I I don't know what I think is funnier because both of those are pretty funny. Yeah, both both are funny. Because <laughs> like on the one hand, you have a ship shrinking down, and you just like have these massive cannons that are just, like, person size now that are, like, floating alongside them. That's funny. Or, or the, or the, or you just have, like, the entire game is giantess kink. <laughs> I, I mean, it's possible. Like, I, playing the rest, like, if you were to say that about Grand Blue, I'd be like, no, they probably wouldn't do something like that. But, like, playing this game, yeah, they might do a game that's just secretly about kink the whole way through. Like, yeah. I, I would not be surprised to find that out. Yep, sure. The only thing that makes that weird is that if aircraft carriers are also human-sized, the aircraft carriers do deploy airplanes. Yeah, they sure do! So are they just, like, toy-sized airplanes that shoot deadly torpedoes? God, I hope so. That is fucking rule. Just that one fight at the beginning of fucking uh, Diamond is Unbreakable. Yeah, like, it turns out Enterprise, it, like, it's just a stand. It's just her stand. Hey, remember when Diamond was Unbreakable was good for, like, the first three quarters of it? Yeah, I do too. Uh, Back before they shame did the that Iraqi can't. Shame that Iraqi can't write endings to save his fucking life. I don't know, like, the... I think the I think the endings to arcs one through three one through three were all pretty good. Uh, the ending of three is the one good part of three. So yeah, you're right. That's true. Yeah, like the ending of three has uh, has Dio attempt to crush uh, the main character with a uh, <laughs> uh, a road roller. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, with a road roller, and uh, like when. Jotaro saves his grandfather's life. He makes a weird L reference. That that's true. That ending is like a incredibly fun part. Um, that is the one good part of season uh, season three. Um, season two that and is Darby. Um, season two, I think is. I think that ending is a mess. Um, and I think that epilogue being the actual ending is of season one is like also rough as hell. Um, like I. I like season one. I think it's the tightest. I think it's also incredibly messy and sloppy. And, like, I think Araki gets more and more sloppier as time goes on. Yeah. I'll say, like, I, I never really had a huge issue with uh, with his endings until the ending of Stone Ocean, which just straight up, like, just feels bad. Uh, I, I did not like the ending of Diamond is Unbreakable. Um, I got really frustrated because it felt like Araki said, eh, I just sort of am done here and I don't want to resolve like any interesting thematic or even just narrative plot threads. Uh, we're just going to wrap things up here. Okay. Bye. Uh, and then I heard about the ending of stone ocean and was like, I'm good. I'm all the way out. Bye. Yeah. I'm done. Stone ocean. The ending of stone ocean, like the stone ocean was close to being my, my absolute favorite Jojo arc. Uh, basically, uh-huh. basically finally unseating, uh, 
Phantom Blood as my favorite, mm-hmm. which I realize a JoJo fan saying Arc One is their favorite, pretty unusual. But I no, no, you're correct. I is exist. the thing. Jo- arc One is the best arc. Thank uh, Arc I'm, Two. I'm, finally, someone uh, agrees with me. Like uh, Arc Two is very fun, but Arc Two also has sympathetic Nazis, so that immediately moves it down to last place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, arc Arc One is just like just straight up the best. Uh, storytelling and writing that Araki does. Uh, thank thank you. Every every other person I have gotten into JoJo who now talks about JoJo a lot thinks I'm insane that Arc 1 is my favorite. No, no, they're wrong. Uh, st- <laughs> stands are poorly defined and are boring to watch. That uh, I'll say it. Uh, Araki doesn't know what any fucking stand does. And uh, oftentimes the resolution to plots with them is just an asshole. So I won't go that far. I do like stands, but I wish the ripple still existed. I I like stands. I wish that the resolution to stand fights wasn't often just an asshole. Because <laughs> that, that's what it often is. Like, it, it's just, oh, and they, I decided that the good guys win now. But yeah, I Stone Ocean was, was going to be my favorite arc, and then the ending mm-hmm. happened. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, just a giant middle finger. Oh, yeah. it's incredible. Yeah. Uh... Anyway, yeah, we're Afterlife. talking about a different day. Um, um, game, I'm not sure. You, yeah, I'm not sure if you got far enough yet. But one of my favorite things that barely matters about um, Azure Lane, uh, you probably didn't get far enough to unlock it. But once you reach a high enough rank, you unlock the Cat Lodge, which is where you can recruit Meowficers. Fuck off! Who are these tiny, adorable, fat little cats? Uh, who, well, are they who, are they tiny or are they people size? They're tiny. Or are they they're, ship size? They are cat oh, okay. sized. They are just like little oh. cute little fat cats, uh, who who give you stat boosts. And okay. You, and yeah, and then like you just you just unlock them. Uh, and that's neat. Like the the less um, the the rare and elite cats just look like you know cartoony cats, whereas the super rare are just like these tiny cute cat girls uh, all right yeah sure you know what that fine mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know what fine maybe they gave a wisdom cube to a cat <laughs> just to see what would happen i don't know i mean now i kind of want to know what would happen i don't want somebody to experiment on animals but i'm curious what would happen maybe just stick one of those cubes inside a cat <laughs> hmm hmm but yeah, um, I, I I wish I actually knew more about what the fuck the story was, honestly. I, um, I'm okay not knowing what the fuck the story <laughs> is, because it means I don't have to be disappointed. I guess that's true. Like, if I just don't know what's happening, then I have no expectations. I simply do not have to be angry. Yeah, it's not like Ark Knights, where it's like, this seems kind of dumb, but at least the art's nice. Uh, Arknights. Well, I'm glad I'm not the fucking Doctor Cops. Yeah, Arknights. The only good faction are the Penguins. God, Penguins are so fucking cool. I love Penguins. Sorry, to be clear, I mean the actual animal Penguins. Penguins are fucking sick. I love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, which is why it's so good that Penguin Logistics just has an actual sentient emperor, emperor penguin as its leader. Fuck yeah, dude. 
Like it's not even it's not even like an anthropomorphized one. It's just a fucking penguin that fuck yeah. Like that leads a gang. Mhm. Correct. Yeah, no, and it's great. Uh I really Anyways. wish I liked Ark Knights more than I do. I was just never going to like it. I don't like Tower Defense. Yeah, neither so. do I. It was kind of like an uphill climb from the get-go. Which, hey, by the way, we're not going to do an Ark Knights review. It's big enough. No. That, it's big enough that we really don't need to. You probably already know if you like Ark Knights or not. I, I mean, like, even if we were to do one, what it would it come down to is both of us trying really hard to not just shit-talk the game. Because, yeah. like, it's a perfectly fine game, but, like, we're both just going to be bored. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it does nothing for either of us. Yeah. I like the designs oh. a lot, but I hate tower defense, so, oh well. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Um, and- yeah, so, you clearly uh, aren't going to be playing this game uh, any no, further. No, I, I, I don't recom- think so. But you, would you recommend it as something for people to try out? Um, I would not recommend it as somebody's first gacha game. Um, or if they, it is their first gacha game, I would recommend it as, like... Uh, read it or start it up with a guide or with a friend who knows what they're doing because otherwise you won't have any fucking clue and will eventually bounce off real hard. Um, that being said, if someone was like super interested in like trying out a shmup gotcha game or was super into like titty boat JPEGs, like yeah, go for it. It's a perfectly fine game. Yeah, I think I think that's probably what I agree with as well. Like, it is not a game to start out with because it is not going to explain itself. Um, so, like, if you don't already know the basic mechanics of how a gotcha functions, you're probably just going to be lost. Uh, Mm -hmm. but, like, I think it works pretty well as a second or third gotcha game. Um, or, again, like, yeah, if, if, if you like the aesthetic, if, if you like the gameplay, like, definitely check it out, because I, I enjoy it. Like, it's... Yeah, they're, they're worse games to play, for sure. I downloaded it as a joke fully expecting to in three weeks be like man sierra this this game sure is a, a, like look at this dumbass game that we just played haha and i that did not happen mm-hmm. i came in with very low expectations uh and i came away thinking oh this is actually pretty good I think the incredibly low expectations for both of us have helped us be more positive on this game. I, I think I think certainly part, that's part of it. Uh, but also, like, even relative to other gotcha games we've covered, this is, significant, this is significantly better than a, a fair number of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, oh, I think it's bad. Like, I think it's better than, like, um, fucking... Uh, e- what is that one... Um, the one from the Chrono Trigger team. Oh, uh, the the cat beyond space and time or whatever. Another Eden, yeah, I think it was. another Eden, yes. Another Eden, I like it more than another Eden. I like it more than Magia Record. I think it is more interesting than both of those games. Um, I, I, I just also like... I think if this were a game that we went in expecting it to be like a game that we liked on par with Grand Blue, we probably would not be as like necessarily glowing on it. Yeah. But also, I don't um, think it's really trying to be as complex. No, as for Grand sure. Blue is, um, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, this is an interesting game. I like it way more than I expected. I would. 
not going to play it anymore, but I think it is an interesting game, and if you are interested in it, absolutely give it a shot. Yeah, I'm, Our, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to still keep playing it. In fact, like, the, the, the gotchas that are, like, on my regular rotation now are, like, um, this, uh, Dissidia, Doken Battle, and, um, uh, and Grand Blue. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and thankfully, um, like, with Azure Lane... Uh, much like with Dissidia, how, like, I, I don't really need to spend a ton of time on them each game. Like, with Azure Lane, I can log in, do a poll, uh, and, like, maybe do a mission. And that'll be enough to get me most of the daily rewards. Mm-hmm. At least most of the ones that actually matter. Uh, and, yeah, and then I can, like, put it down for for the day. And, like, maybe when there's an event going on, I can shift priorities. But, yeah, I I like the gacha games where, like, I can... I, I only occasionally have to spend a lot of time with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. And Azure Lane um, is one of those games, so... Yeah, it, that makes it easy to, like, just keep in rotation. Because you can just be like, oh, when I got the time, I will yeah. play it. And when I don't, I won't. Yeah, but also, like, if you want to spend a lot of time with it, like, if you want to make it your main game, you can. Because, like, the only limiter is, like, your oil, which is, in-universe, like, it's like, oh, because you use oil to, like, power your ships. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and, like, but you get, like, thousands of oil. Uh, and to field, like, a full team of SSRs, it takes, like, maybe 20 to 30 fuel per deployment. So, you can, and you constantly regenerate oil, like, through one of Mm -hmm. your, like, basic buildings. So, unless you play the game a ton, like, you can play it pretty much as much as you want every day. Like, and, and it's never gonna force you to stop. So you you can play it, it. It's very easy to play either a short amount or a long amount, depending on what you want. It's just not going to like impose arbitrary restrictions on you very frequently. Yeah, it, it is not a very like taxing game to play uh, or play consistently, um, which is neat. Um, that is not a super common thing that I'm used to seeing in gotchas. Yeah. Um. Okay. So last thing is um what we are going to play next. So I believe it is my turn, right? Yes, it's your turn to roll. Okay, so... Uh... Oh, oh okay! Uh, so, the game that we will be playing next time is uh, Honkai Third Impact. Which is weird as fuck. It is a character action game on phones. Um... Okay. This game unironically whips ass. Okay. Um, what I will say, first and foremost, this game is huge. It has a PC client. You can play it with a controller. You should play it on your phone, or on your computer, with a controller. Yeah, that makes sense to me, because this kind of seems like, uh, like one of those, uh, Korean, um, action RPG MMOs, like Dragon Nest. You, uh uh-huh, yeah, it feels like it. Uh, it also is sick as hell to play. Like, uh, did you ever play Bayonetta? Of course, I've I've played pretty much every Platinum game, <laughs> In- including oh, okay. including Infinite Space, the game no one talks about. Jesus, yeah, you're the only one who's played Infinite Space. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my best friend, that's it. Um, yeah. So a core mechanic in this game is basically doing uh, witch time dodges. 
Yo, I don't know who this lady is with, like, the blue dress and the giant spear, but she fucking rules. Uh, let me see, because I might be able to tell you. I went to the Honkai Third Impact, like, main website. Oh, yeah, that's, um, fuck, what's her name? She was just released recently, uh, her, or that battlesuit was just released recently, uh, and she's good as hell. Uh, that's Durandal. Um. Oh, nice. I can't, I can't remember, uh, if that, it, I was about to say, please don't tell me she's Jean of Arc. Because <laughs> this game... Uh, no, um, <laughs> this game, this, this game's weird. This game is weird. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play this game. Um, and to have you be like, what the fuck is going on in this game? <laughs> oh, nice. The tables have turned. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So that is uh, the game that we are going to be playing next week. Uh, or, well, I say next week. Whenever we get around to yeah, recording again. whenever we do this. Uh, yeah, because depending on how depending on how much we care about a game or and or how tired we are, it can be more like three weeks or a month. Uh, what I will say is, um, Honkai Third Impact is another game, sort of like Grand Blue, that values the marathon over the sprint. Ooh, okay. Um, it might be worth taking a little bit of time just to, you know, give it a bit of breathing room rather than feeling like you need to burn through it. Okay. Um, I like that the main their main website just straight up has a link to guides. That's probably that's <laughs> oh yeah nice. no, the, the guides are actually like super good. Um, they're usually like fan created, but like they are usually pretty in depth about like how best to play a suit and things like that. God, more more companies that make games like this should just like encourage community guides and like an easy access way to find uh-huh. them and, and like vet them yeah absolutely literally like you go to guides the very top of the guides is for beginners and the very first guide under for beginners is free to play essentials guide uh tips and tricks with a late free to play player uh introduction to one of the uh super easy to get uh uh, early free-to-play uh, suits that you yeah, can get. Yeah, w- which free sword to pick, which I mm-hmm. assume will matter. Uh, but yeah. Um, it will not matter for you, because these are free swords that you build after a long period of time. Oh, okay. Speaking of which, Azure Lane also has something like that, actually. That, uh-huh. You know, uh, much like how Azure Lane basically has its own Grand Blue Eternals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh, I, I have recently, a couple weeks ago, I started on, um, I started on St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've completed almost everything except for combat data collection. And there are two combat data collection missions. The first one requires you to sortie and accumulate 1 million EXP using Eagle Union Vanguard ships. And the second one requires you to accumulate... 2 million EXP. Jesus Christ. And you cannot do them simultaneously. So you'll, you'd have, you have to gain a total of 3 million EXP. Oh, God. Fuck off. That and, sounds horrifying. And you don't get that much EXP. Yeah, that sounds just, like, viscerally unfun. Like, I am maybe an eighth of the way done with the first combat data collection. And I've been playing, and I've been playing this game pretty regularly for, like, three weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm so, good. Yeah, you know. Anyway, uh, yeah, that that'll do it. I'm excited to play the 
the anime girl uh, combat uh, character action game. This almost looks yeah. like this almost looks like what Ruby is trying to be. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I can't talk about Ruby because then my friends will get mad at me when I talk about how that game fru- or that an- or anime show frustrates me. Machinima. <laughs> I guess it's, is it Machinima if they're no longer using a video game engine to do it, or or, um, or is or is the spirit of Machinima still alive in such a fashion that you can call it Machinima still? Isn't it Machinima? But also like, I guess you could call it Machinima. I I say Machinima just because I. I it is more like fun that. to say that. Uh, yeah. It is way more fun to say Machinima. I mean, also, I'm an FF10 fan, so I just say Machina by default. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, that's that makes sense. Uh-huh. Forbidden Machina. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the God. Forbid, the Forbidden Machinima. <laughs> <laughs> no, Waka, don't watch Red vs. Blue. <laughs> There's 18 seasons of it for some reason. I'm gonna watch this Haloid thing. <laughs> where Master no, Chief's no, got titties. We're done. No, we're done now. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>